Well, UB40 says red, red wine helps us forget, but I don't know if it can help us forget about inflation. Welcome back to the wind down, everyone. We've got a great episode for you today. We're talking about three questions for investing in 2022. And one of the hot topics, obviously, like Morgan said, is inflation. It's scary. It's there, but we're going to discuss that a little bit and a couple other questions that uh, we've been getting across our table. So hope you enjoy. And we are definitely not drinking wine to try to forget about inflation. We're actually going to explain it a little bit and help you get an understanding of how it works. So I think this is a very, very beneficial um, uh, podcast today. Just a couple of quick reminders before we get into the show. First and foremost, if you go to our website, you can go to the blog page. When you go to the blog page, you're going to see an article on this very topic because we know that we talk fast. We know we go through this information uh, quickly. So that, that article there will help you just to kind of read through it and let it just kind of come into your mind and understand it a little bit at a slower pace. Also, if you go to the website, top right-hand corner, there's a button there that says complimentary phone conversation. You can click on that button and you can schedule a call. The calendar will come right up there for you. And you can hop on the phone with myself or Merce, absolutely no obligation. Ask us any question you want to ask us, and we'll be glad to help you in that way. Third, if you're listening to us, anywhere you're listening to us, if you're on the website listening, that you'll see a huge subscribe button there now. You click that open and then pick the platform that you like to listen, Spotify, iTunes, whatever it is, and follow us, please. It helps us with the show. It helps us be able to continue to give you uh, answers to your questions around retirement. So in, and on top of that, we truly do appreciate it. So please, please do that if you can. All right, before we get into the show, we got to have a quick disclosure. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the wind down. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome to our March 2022 wind down. That's crazy. March 2022. We just went through time change. How's time change affecting you, Morgan? I love it. You love it? Seriously? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know, somebody told me the other day that there's actually a, a, a bill, and I thought they were lying, mm -hmm. to actually invoke the time, uh, what do we call it, daylight savings forever. Yeah. I saw that too. I don't know. I, th I think it's been going around for a while now, and I don't think it ever gets approved. I, I, the old the whole reason it's been around is for farmers, but I don't know if that even matters anymore or, or if the technology they have just kind of says we don't need to be moving the, the world around a couple of times a year. I don't know. We'll yeah. see what Arizona happens. Arizona doesn't do it, right? Arizona and uh, Hawaii, both in, but they're on standard time. It's against the law, against the whatever constitution, whatever they've set up. You, got, you, have, you can't stay on daylight savings. You have to stay on standard. So they're trying to say that everybody now would stay on daylight savings. So what we just sprung forward, we would never fall backwards. Like so anyway, all right, guys, we're going to talk today about uh, some different topics. But before we do, it's wine down. So Morgan is going to tell us what wine we're drinking. 
Today we are drinking uh, another sampling from my trip to the Willamette Valley. This one is a Pinot Noir, which is one of Mercer's favorites. Yep. Um, and this was found from the Willamette Valley Vineyards, and that is in Salem, Oregon, which is kind of nestled between uh, Portland and Eugene. And it was a really cool winery and uh, some pretty fantastic views. And the yeah. wine is great. I think it's great. So last wine down, we did five questions around retirement planning. So I really liked that format. We thought it was great the way it came across. So today we're going to do a little different topic. So Morgan, what's our topic today? Today we are going over three questions for investing in 2022. And, what are the, oh yeah, oh, sorry. go ahead. <laughs> they are, how will inflation affect my retirement? Should I be invested when the market is uncertain? And three, are bonds a good investment right now? So who would like to start with number one? I think Mercer is going to take number one. Yeah, I can start can off with number one for us. Yes. How will inflation affect my retirement? This is a big question. And it's a particularly heavy question right now because of what 22 and 2021 has brought is some higher inflation years that we just haven't seen in a very, very long time. Uh, we're talking seven, 8% inflation is kind of what we're running at right now. And the whole reason is because of what we have done um, as a U.S. economy to kind of get out of the pandemic and support the economy. And a lot of money was printed and of, that we knew that was going to result in inflation. And now we're feeling that. So how is this going to affect your retirement? Well, we can't, when, we, when we're doing retirement planning, we're looking to plan out in the long term. So when you're talking to someone that's 60, they're planning for the next 30 some odd years of their lives. And if we were to say that well, inflation is running at almost 8% today. Um, so we need to run at 8% for the next 30 years of my life. Well, that would be uh, a little bit of an overstatement or an over-exaggeration as far as that number. Because if you take that 8% number and you compound that for the next 30 years on your expenses, all of a sudden there's, there's hardly any plan that can work when you're, when you're running it at that high of an inflation rate. Um, quite honestly, inflation the where it is right now although we're feeling it you know in our in our pockets at the gas pump at the grocery store every single month the bills just feel like they're going up um, it doesn't bother me so much right this moment and the main reason is because in our world we kind of get to go off of some historicals and look at averages and how things have played out over the last call it 100 years um, and quite honestly over the last 10 to 12 years we've been a little bit spoiled in the sense that we have hardly had any inflation to deal with inflation's been running at an average of around one and a half to 1.7 percent over the last 10 years so everything's been pretty cheap rates have been very low now we have the threat of rates going up and so when i say i'm not so worried about the sevens and eights um, in the short term i say that because if you look at the last 100 year average. The average is actually 3.2%. Um, but think about how averages work. Averages, you take, a, you take a bunch of numbers, you add them all together and divide them. And so if we take some of these big numbers and small numbers and deflationary numbers, and it comes to this average of 3.2%, well, um, it, it's something that hopefully will give someone relief as you're hearing this. But if we take some examples of 1979, inflation was 11.3%. 1980, inflation was 13 and a half. 1981, it was 10.3. 74, it was 11%. So we have some very high, high numbers of inflation in, in those periods of time. And also in between those, it was running at five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm just pointing out some of the higher numbers. We also had in 2009, a period of deflation. 2009 was not that far ago. And 2009, the year was a negative 
0.4% of deflation. So when we're talking about, again, planning out the next 30 some odd years of our lives, even though we're living in it right this moment um, of, of higher inflation and we're feeling it, it would be, it, it, it just doesn't make sense to say that we need to run at 8% now for the next 30 years. Things are going to come back into the world of averages. That's how averages work. We know right now that uh, we could be seeing inflation for the next few years a little bit higher than we're used to, but it's going to come back at some point. And, and a retirement plan, if you're running it at 3 or 3.2%, is going to work out uh, just fine. Now, if we, if we run at the next 10, 15 years at 7 or 5 or 6%, well, then we would make adjustments. And that's why we believe that a retirement financial plan is fully actively managed every single year. We want to make sure that we're looking at it and making sure that it's still working. Um, so that's how we tackle inflation in retirement. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, Get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, I had a, a client call the other day and, and they said, Hey, I, I want to know, should I rerun my retirement plan because of higher inflation? And she was worried. She said, I mean, I'm, I'm about to pull the plug. I'm about to go into this idea of becoming retired and, and I'm scared. Is this going to affect me? And so we reasoned on it and I said, okay, do you think it would have been a good thing had we had, let's say inflation this year at one to say, Hey, let's only use 1% inflation. She said, no. I said, well, that's what we've had for the last while as we had years with only 1%. So uh, what if we had negative inflation? Would it be would it safe to say that we're going to run negative inflation for the next 20, 30 years? She said, no. I said, okay. So we've got one year, really a half a year that we've had high inflation. Do you think now we should start running your inflation for the next 20, 30 years based on a half a year or even a year, maybe even two years? And she said, no. So just that was that calming thing of like, hey, maybe we shouldn't change the whole plan over a bad or good year when it comes to inflation. So I think what Merce was pointing out helps, a, helps people kind of calm down. That is comforting information. Number two, should I be invested when the market is uncertain? Yeah, that's a, I, 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 that's a question we're getting a lot right now is like, you know, is this the right time to be invested? Should we be invested? And the philosophy that we use when it comes to how we invest is, there is a time to be invested and there's a time not to be invested. Now, can you, can you say that this right now is a time not to be invested? Well, it moves uh, from one week, even sometimes one day to the other. Um, I will tell you that uh, 2022 has started off in a position where we kind of came into the year volatile right from the very beginning. Then we had the Ukraine-Russia scenario. We had high inflation come about. All of those things have attributed to a higher uh, uh, market volatility. Now, sometimes that market volatility is the reason to get back into the market, meaning if the market falls, it might be the perfect time to get back in at some point. So, you know, we've talked about it. Uh, if, if folks listen to my, uh, Merce and I, when we do our, our weekly updates, which we do every single week on our portfolio, uh, it, when you get those, you'll know if you're listening to this at the beginning of March, 
we're about 70% cash right now, even in our most aggressive portfolio. Why? Because the market had increased to a point of volatility that says we need to take a, a step out of the market. We did it back in March of 2020. In March of 2020, we went 100% cash as COVID was picking up. But now what we had to do is get back in, which we did in April of 2020 and ended up having a fantastic year. I mean, think about it. The stock market in 2020 dropped 34%, but ended up almost 17%. Uh, we, we ended that year very, very positive. In fact, ahead of the market that year, uh, 2020. Um, and so you got to be able to deal with the ebbs and flows. So don't look at market volatility and say that I should not be in the market because that's not the case. You should be out of the market, though, if there is no demand or there's too much supply, which is where we sat at the beginning of March. But with there, we have to kind of be able to maneuver as things maneuver. So let's say that uh, you know, things get under control and the market starts to go back up. Well, we have to get back in. And that's what takes a lot of uh, analysts to figure that out and be able to know how to do that. So I would say this, if you, if you believe like we believe, we think there's a time to be invested, there's a time to be on the sidelines. If you believe that, hey, I don't care, I'm just going to stay invested no matter what. And if my account drops 30, 40%, I understand it, I'm okay with it. We just don't attract people who say they're okay with it. What we try to do is say, let's get out if we need to get out to protect, but get back in when we need to get back in. And yes, that takes a lot of work. So is it the right time to be invested in the markets? I'll answer. I'll follow up with a, with a certainty. Uh, yes, there's, you, you should be invested in market volatility as well as no, you should get out whenever it's the right time to get out. You need a professional to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then question number three, are bonds a good investment right now? So bonds are very difficult right now. And I think every headline that you read about the bond market, we know that the bond market is in what we would call or classify as a bear market. It's been struggling for not just this year, but it's been struggling for a few years. Um, and, and what do we do? How do we handle this? Because in the, in the simple way of portfolio construction, what you do is you buy stocks and you buy bonds. Why does anyone ever buy bonds? They buy bonds to reduce risk on the portfolio. Stocks are going to go all over the place. Bonds are supposed to be somewhat reliable to offset the stock risk, right? And so that's where the concept of a 60-40 or an 80-20 or a 50-50 portfolio came about, and it was somewhat reliable. Now, go to the, the world that we're living in right now with inflation and the, the Fed um, raising interest rates. Well, as interest rates go up, it typically is going to impact bonds negatively. Um, and so, and we're seeing that right now. Uh, so, how do we do that? How do we manage the bond side of the world? And I can tell you, I looked at this number the other day. Um, if I, I, I was talking to a client and it, I, the snapshot was kind of around from February to February. So this February of 2022 to February of 2021, just looking back. And uh, we were just having the same conversation. And I, I asked him, I was like, hey, do you have uh, any idea as to what the AGG, which is basically we talk about the S&P on the stock equity side. We're going to talk about the AGG on the bond side. That's kind of the big benchmark index for how bonds are performing. The AGG from February to February, 2021 to 2022, was down at that time off the top of my head around five, five and a half percent, right? So if I told you you were in a very safe bond portfolio and, and now I also have to tell you you're down five and a half percent, you would go crazy because that's just not how they're supposed to work, not how they're supposed to operate. So uh, are bonds a good investment right now? 
uh, I think there's a place for them, but we have to be very, very careful as to where we go, what type of duration we look at, and, and also have the ability to maneuver. So we don't want to be locking into very long-term positions and stuff like that uh, on the, in the bond market side. Now, there are different things that we, are gonna, we talk about as well, which is bond alternatives, which have been very, very favorable. Um, and I'll let Raiden kind of address that one. Yeah, the, the thing is, when you look at an investment, we always talk about there's three elements of all investments. There's risk, there's liquidity, and then there's safety. And what we tell folks is, is that you cannot have all three. You, so you cannot have an investment that is 100% uh, safe and uh, no risk. Uh, that's just not going to happen. You're going to have risk uh, on, on some investments, as well as if I have it and I want to be liquid and I want to be uh, safe, I'm going to be in something like a CD. I can't do that. Uh, I don't want to do that because I have no return. Uh, so what we're trying to identify when we look at an investment is I want to get some return. I want to be uh, liquid to some degree, and I want to be safe potentially in some areas. So what can we do that? So we do bonds. Typically, that's the mentality is to be a little bit safer. We want to be a little bit safer in our investments. But if our, if our safe investment is losing even 1%, even a half, of, half a percent, it's better to be in cash. So the bond alternatives that are out there give us the opportunity to be safe, meaning we're going to have safety, a good rate of return, but we will not have 100% liquidity. Um, and so the idea, though, is if you said, hey, half of my portfolio is invested in the stock market, let's say, which means I'm going to get good return and I've got liquidity. That's, that's there. I'm going to get, or at least I have potential of good return and I've got liquidity. If the other half of my portfolio, just for a simple reasoning here, was going to get good return, decent return, but have and have no risk to it to the downside, but I had limited liquidity, would that be uh, interesting? And meaning, let's say I could get 10, 7% a year out of that investment for a period of time. It's just for a period of time. And after a few years, it's 100% liquid, but I'm going to average three to 4% maybe in that range, which is better than the bond world. And I equal that out. I use that in order to do the offset risk on my, of my portfolio. Does that make sense? 99% of our clients say, absolutely. And so I'm just going to say it this way, because Merce and I are going to do a whole entire podcast on bonds versus bond alternatives. And we're going to go into a lot of detail. That'll be out next month in April. But, but what I want you to know is, is that, that there are solutions. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, man, I'd like to know how that works. We encourage you go to our website, which is pomwealth.net. Go to the top right-hand corner. You'll see a, a little bracket there that says 15-minute uh, uh, complimentary phone conversation. Bring your questions. Merce and I will be glad to hop on the phone with you and answer those questions. It is a, a no obligation. We're not trying to sell anything. We're just here to educate you on how it works. If you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. And so that's what our, our, our objective is, is to make you understand exactly what's out there. But I want to say thank you, Merce. Thank you, Morgan. It was great wine down, great wine, great questions. We look forward to talking to you again at our next wine down for April. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. 
Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.